0: One, two, three, four Come join us
3: on this trip now my like journey we throw throwing out the script. We don't charge a penny We can't call in Top Star Pre
2: So I I filmed my
3: first BDSM scene for a short yesterday. Well that was an organic transition and me and the audience me and the audience, we want to know more. (laughs) And
2: I I, I think you set it up perfectly, honestly, with the clapping cheeks. (laughs) I mean were were (laughs) cheeks being clapped in the scene? No, 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 no. So it's the scene um... sucked. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't anything actually sexual. It's it's a comedic thing. It's like the the idea is this. Um, this dominatrix is trying to get her sub to like have a better life. So with every smack, she's like, drink more water, get exercise, believe in yourself, and it's just fucking ridiculous. And it, it, it was just it was just fun.
3: And I wish it was my the dominatrix first... did that. Wait, what?
2: Wait, what? No, it was more like it was more of a <laughs> test of these. Um, these new lenses that we that I got for mm. my camera, uh, some Rokinon, some pretty, you know, they're, they're not the most. They're, they're pretty. I feel like they're pretty well known, and I like the way they look. You know, and it wasn't like crazy expensive too, so that was a very appealing aspect of it.
3: Well, no, like getting your getting your own glasses is is you know a big a big step, especially yeah, if you like no, you, sure. you, your your production house. You you mm-hmm. self produce all like almost all your own stuff. Which much, you, know, yeah. you you save a lot of money on renting if you've got if you've got your own in house kit.
2: Honestly, like thinking about how much they ran us with how many times, how often we were planning on renting, it, it made more financial sense to just buy them.
3: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's why yeah. we. It's why um, when when I'm working on a project over here and I'm thinking DP is only really one name that comes to my mind because not just because of like. The stuff that he comes with, because like it might the DPI use, he comes with like camera, comes with gears, mm-hmm. but like the contacts he knows, like he's yeah. like oh you like he like I love it when someone tells me how much something should cost, and then they come in so here's the deal I got you and I'm like bro it could be like ten quid off and I'd be like fuck yes man quids in like <laughs> money off <laughs> is money off there's, there's there you go. get it you know. there's ten quid more to. You know, beers after we shoot or some shit, man. Like, let's, let's mm. get it. <laughs> yes, no, like, no, you, yeah, you're, you're hustling. Um, and there's yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. of exciting news on your part. You're, uh, we're gonna have to bulk record some episodes because your bitch ass is going to Boston to film a documentary next month. I am indeed. Can we get a uh, a round of applause for Sebastian? <laughs> well done, dude. I'm happy for you, man. That's uh, thank you, that. that's, that's you. a that's a good early year move my bro
2: yeah man yeah no i'm i'm, I'm excited it's uh <clears throat> gonna be out there for a week and it's it's our first in what we're hoping to be a series of um mental health documentaries like we've begun this process where we're reaching out to like therapists and stuff and seeing if yeah. they'd be interested in working with us and thus far the response has been super positive we've gotten more yeses than we've gotten nos and like we're trying to sort out how this, like, each niche therapist is going to fit. And then, like, we're Mm. also planning on how to get to these fuckers. Because there's some people who are based in Georgia, some people who are based in fucking New York. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are we doing? What are we doing? But I'm also hella excited. It's excuses to fucking travel.
3: Yeah, man. Like, I was going to say, it's like, why are you complaining about going to those places? Like, literally on your board of things to do is visit places. And if you want to know, in brackets, it says, not Vegas. <laughs> not that I've been in Sebastian's room that much. Um, and, 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 and speaking of places that you don't want to visit because we've been too many times, let's transition to today's episode in which there's movies in Vegas. <laughs>
2: yep, yep, yep. Vegas is one of those cities, man, that you're like,
3: should it exist? I you had such fun making this list, like mm-hmm. movies that glamorize Vegas, movies that tear Vegas down, <coughs> movies that like idealized Vegas for me. It was a nice mm-hmm. sort of insight to sort of one of those places that for me in Birmingham mm-hmm. in England, Vegas was like the tippy top <clears> of, yeah. going, of going to America. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd, I'd already done New York. I'd done Miami in Florida. Yes, <coughs> I survived Miami in Florida. Um, <laughs> I'd, like I'd already done LA. Like I was—I mm-hmm. think it was my twentieth. Like I was—I tw- was Christmas when I was twenty. So I was twenty-first next year. Yeah, and like me and my brother were at some family Christmas party, and I looked at my mum. Was like, Mum, I got—I just got one thing I want to do for for my birthday. It's just like, what's that? I want to go to I want to go to Vegas, and she didn't say no. She was like, "Yo, that's a that's a good idea. Like, if there's ever a, if there's ever a time to go to Vegas, it's got to be when you're 21, because that means yep. I can go to your, I can be in your country, I can gamble, I can drink, I can fuck. Like, <laughs> not that I'm going to be doing much fucking the family around or showing a room with my brother, but hey, <laughs> like, Tom, there's a sock on the door, man. You know what that means? I'm you got to respect um, the sock, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's one of those places that I think, like, uh, uh, almost everyone has heard of. Everyone has an idea of Vegas. Like, you can close your eyes and you can picture Vegas. And I've been nine times out of ten, you're picturing, like, a scene from Ocean's Eleven and Claire DeLune's playing. Like mm-hmm. you, you, picture mm-hmm. the Bellagio fountains. You picture the, like the Strat. You picture the Eiffel Tower. Like you have these just visions implanted in your brain. But then, like you said, it's one of those places that should it exist because once you go there, you kind of see like sort of how, like, there's no real substance to Vegas. It's a mm-hmm. fa- Like it's like it's like it's going a into a it's like going into a bookstore, picking out a book for a really nice looking cover, reading it, and just going. Why was the cover so much better than the book? Like, <laughs> it's like it's like
2: fucking fantasyland and Disneyland, dude. It's like you know you like you mentioned you have this perception of it. Like it, it's you get these thoughts and you set these expectations for what you want to do, and obviously you because most of them are based off, off movies. Like yeah, a lot of the movies, based that we're movies that,
3: TV, music.
2: Yeah. Like the celebrities like where you and I are going to talk about today. I have no doubt have, like you mentioned it heavily influenced the way you perceived Vegas. It heavily influenced mm-hmm. the way I perceived Vegas. Like the first time I went to Vegas, I was 12. So, you know, you are just like, it's cool. It's very cool. When you're a kid, you literally like, have there's... to walk on
3: the designated path from the elevator to the casino mm-hmm. entrance, you step off that path. There are like there are security guards you didn't even see, ready to pounce on your ass, bro.
2: <laughs> you know what's crazy? I so when I went, I went for my twenty first because you know I wanted to do Vegas right. And since then, I have been to Vegas almost once, almost every single
3: year. I've uh, and since since twenty sixteen. I've been, I think, eight times.
2: Fucking A. No. like I. Oh, I'm not sure. I just know I've been, I've been to this fucking city so many times that any, any casino that I can walk into, I know my way around. Like I can Mm -hmm. get, I I know the city and I have so much love for the city. Like I, it's an escape. It is the ultimate escape at the end of the day because Vegas can literally be whatever the hell you want it to be.
3: Oh yeah. Just it's, it depends how much money you want to throw down. Exactly. Exactly.
2: But 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 like I've I've gone to Vegas on a budget and I've had the time of my fucking life, dude. Mm. You remember? I mean, for fuck's sake, you remember we went we went to fucking Vegas on a Groupon, dude.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, we did. But we and we of, we gave two fingers to that Groupon.
2: Oh no, yeah, no, I'm fully aware. But it's what got us. There.
3: <laughs> yeah, we we got there like we got there for fucking dirt cheap, and then when we realized it was like a sausage fest yeah and the only girls that were there were like hadn't they just won their like state champ lacrosse team shit so they were more <sighs> into each other than yeah you know, yeah not yeah so it's like okay hey, if there's no puten- if there's no potential i'm gone bro <laughs> hey, and we bounced we did our own thing
2: and it was it was fucking worth it but like
3: the only I thing know, I re- like one of the things I remember from that holiday is going to mm-hmm. the steakhouse in the in the Venetian and thinking uh-huh. we got a mate's steak for free only to get yeah. charged like the next day yeah. some shit for like $100 <laughs> for like hey percent. you didn't actually pay can you come can you come pay for your steak I was like shit we thought we got
2: we we thought we had him <laughs> <laughs> It's like you didn't give me a receipt. You didn't give me the information that I needed to pay. I'm assuming I'm getting this for free and I'm walking the fuck out. Mind you, we were also quite drunk.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, like so <laughs> I love I love going to Vegas with people that are like sort of un unexperienced and one of the things they want to do is is just get <clears> really <throat> drunk. I was like, "Here's yeah. what you do. You start at either end of the of the strip." And you choose either MGM MGM Rewards or you choose Caesar's Casinos to visit, and they ask me why, because they've both got their own chain of like big tall alcoholic slushies. I know. F- yep. I think it's Caesar's has uh, Fat Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and each like near each near each Caesar's reward casino or in there is a Fat Tuesdays, so you can refill. You start at yep. one end, you get one, you keep it for the day, and every time you go past one, if you're about to finish, you finish that fucker. If you haven't finished, finish that fucker. Cause then you refill so then you can keep going. And of course, you double up the shots, cause it's only a dollar extra. <laughs> and that is a surefire way to get <clears throat> absolutely destroyed in Vegas.
2: <laughs> it's it's so they're so fucking good too. Like that's and that's that's why you get so fucked up. It hooks you with its flavor,
3: and and like a little like I found most of those places like a little bit of like, hey, how you doing? Gets you a little bit a little bit extra in your drink, man. Like (laughs) they know why you're here. They like I know why I'm here. So just get me there, like. (laughs) Oh
2: man! Right so. I, how i gotta ask was it hard for you to narrow narrow uh, this down because i had some, my move, some one of my
3: move, one of my movies feels <clears> cheap <throat> okay but i i found a way to make it work my other movies okay. are are very much like vegas is the heart of the story
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay
3: yeah so i might start with my cheap one actually just get that out of the way <laughs>
2: And like I was one of my concerns was I was like I found like a list compiling a bunch of movies that were set in Vegas and I was like shit, how many are we gonna have in common? So I just have a bunch of them. in case.
3: I we may be in common I think on maybe two. I think three of mine. If you if they if they're in your list, I'll be very surprised. my my, one of mine isn't actually on any movies that set place in vegas but i know cool. it does because it's a great fucking movie <clears throat> awesome okay so oh in that respect you want to kick us off okay awesome yeah so i'll kick us off i'll go with my cheap one first like i said uh 1997 action flick con air <clears throat> we've got cage, Put we've got nicholas cage the bunny we've got, down <laughs> we've got john malkovich so many more like like that cast list is huge. I heard I heard they got Denzel for the movie. Like <laughs> I love that. Jesus. I love that fucking line from John Cusack. But it's it's like if you ever have a question, if if you ever overhear a question at a bar, do you think you can land a plane on the Vegas Strip? <laughs> yes you can. They do in Conair. <laughs> it's not it's not pretty, <laughs> it's not clean, mm-hmm. you may lose the wings, people may die, but yes you yeah. can. <laughs> the nice. strip is long enough for a plane to land, um, but it's like the what I've said. Like what I've said here. Like I've I've started writing <clears> down <throat> things to say for uh, the podcast these days. As like Vegas doesn't really play a huge part in the movie, if mm-hmm. at all. But after watching Con Air, you remember you like what do you remember? You remember the huge set piece at the end that takes place in Vegas, and for me, that's a little hidden gem. Vegas is great, but in small doses. <laughs> yep very very ain't that the fucking truth <laughs> like a, a a key integral part of going to vegas like i've actually started writing um a little script for myself it's a bit of a like our time in la story where It sort of features mm-hmm. my my struggles coming back home sort of is, is mm-hmm. like sort of Digging deep into like sort of where I am mentally so it's not anything anyone that ever ever gonna read or will ever get made But like just for me like it's the best way to get stuff down and I've called it. The, I've called it the 48-hour rule Now if you've been to Vegas enough times, you know, or you will hear someone will give you Don't don't spend more than 48 hours in Vegas <laughs> if you if you do that's when you're really playing with fire You'll really start. You'll get stingy. You'll get pissed off because you've not met your expectations, and I just think Conair is like, it's it's one of those movies. It's mm-hmm. like it sort of it tr- it chugs along. It chugs along. It chugs along, and then there's just this huge, colourful set piece at the end. Like I've put this on my list, but like, I, Conair is like a four out of ten movie for me. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of this movie, but I just, gotcha. no, I uh, I just, I put <clears throat> this in because of that whole, like Vegas is more memorable. Sort of the less time you spend. Cause then you get sort of, you do what you want to do in the time you, ha- in mm-hmm. the time you have, and then you come out of it and it's like, Yo, I feel like we did so much in those two days. We got drunk, we gambled, we saw a show, we had a steak dinner, blah 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 blah. You know, we, you know, we stayed mm-hmm. in a new hotel, it went out, went out for a, like, went out for some. <laughs> <laughs> almost got laid, but you didn't because you know, <laughs> you didn't pay enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like that's why I've added Con Air to sort of this Vegas movie list.
2: Yeah. Nice. 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 Um, So, I'm going to start off with Rush Hour 2. Ooh. So, I love the way that this movie is set up. It's obviously, you know, your standard three acts, but each act is in a different city. Mm -hmm. So, it starts off in Hong Kong, then it goes to LA, and it ends in Vegas. And it's watching Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker... Lose their shit all over Vegas casino. It was so fucking funny. Like, seeing... There's there's a bit where... Tucker is like... He's, um... I think he's playing craps. And he's rolling dice. And he's just being this massive distraction. And he's being such an asshole to everyone. He's acting like fucking Martin Luther King. Trying to get black people, white people, and Chinese people to coexist. And like... He's whacking people with a stick when he's trying to... It's just... So fucking funny... And then the action sequences are amazing because you know it's fucking Jackie Chan. How could they not be?
3: So uh, um Rush Hour is up there, like one, two, three mm-hmm. best action comedies.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I honestly believe for me the first one was is the best of the three. Mm. Like I like the uh, I like two and three, but I, I I definitely think the first one's the best. Yeah. I
3: can't. I can't which one? I've seen the first one the most times, which <clears> probably, t- like, I feel like before I answer that question, maybe maybe when we record next, I'll let you know, but I, I feel okay. like I'm do, I'm due a rewatch of the trilogy. All right. The tri- yeah. Yeah. No worries. I got you. The Trilogy. I hope that fourth tr- movie comes out this year. S- same. But what, what, like, so What? A, what about Vegas in this movie? Made you put this movie on your Vegas movie list? Like, what? What is? What is it about? Like the interpretation, the stylization of Vegas that went. It's yeah. In a word,
2: opulence.
3: Okay, nice. S- Thank you. So I thought I, thought we... I was on the beer. Shit! <laughs> Someone get out a dictionary so... and search the word opulence, please. No, I turned Siri off on my phone. <laughs> So they go
2: into, you're going into, it said, in, it's in this casino, um, like it's owned by the Chinese triads, but the red dragon is called, right? Not, I think. Yeah, exactly. And then, but it's one of those things that's the way it's designed. It's designed as the second you step into this place, you are blitzed by something that's over the top but luxurious mm, and I know ridiculous and somehow thought provoking. It's just your, your senses are fucking cranked to 11 and then they're, they're just blasted. That's, that's the Vegas that,
3: you know, when I was a kid, like that's walking, the Vegas like I walking I into, like walking into Caesars. Ex- walking it's, into it's Caesars. Gold, exactly. Just, it's like, it's white. Like mm-hmm. th- there is, there is none more white get yep. me the whitest yep. child and they would disappear in the pillars and the walls of, of caesar's casino <laughs> timmy and, and where's timmy i'm here mom my- holy shit <laughs> and
2: that's and that's that's the thing that you know that that's why aside from obviously the the, the set pieces and stuff it, it just i feel like it captures that aspect of
3: vegas to a t yeah 100 yeah no i can, i i love that um Okay, so where am I going next? I've not ordered these movies. I've just got five movies that take place in Vegas. Uh, no worries. I think, yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go with a 2014 war drama movie. This is my mm-hmm. other movie I sort of hinted at that I didn't see on any Vegas list. It's called Good Kill with Ethan Hawke and Zoe Kravitz. So I mm-hmm. say those names in 2023 and you're like, whoa! But like <clears throat> 20, in 2014, Ethan Hawke was, I think just coming off um what was that 10 year movie he did with link later uh boyhood he was just coming off he was just coming off boyhood zoe kravitz is it only it only just started her acting career so it's not anything of like they're really proud of in their respected careers yeah because you know war dramas they're you know there's so many this one takes place Mm -hmm. in vegas and I love the way Vegas plays a part in this movie. Like, beyond the gambling, the sex, the drugs, and the overall mass consumption, there's one other thing that happens in in Nevada near Vegas. Do you know what mm-hmm. it is? I actually, I actually no. want, like, you don't know. You... Military operations, bro. Literally, 20 oh, minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, down the strip, in the middle of the fucking desert, There's a line that will probably appear again in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) You're still in the middle of the fucking desert. Uh, (laughs) There's enough open space for for satellite and radars to work undisturbed so unmanned drones can carry out drone attacks across the fucking world. Jesus. See, like, basically, this is even Hawk's character. Wake up, cook some fools, off to Vegas for drinks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love how can you just imagine working to protect your country under the orders of your superior only to see right next door what it is you're protecting Yeah, and it's like all you see <clears throat> is like I'm protecting this like debauchery five like $5 cocktails $5 steaks when like and then you've got like the other half of Vegas like Like, uh, did you know that like in the Bellagio, the fountains, Mm -hmm. you stand on that sort of like boardwalk, you look forward, you see like the windows and shit That's prime steakhouse. Yep. I've never had a steak more expensive than prime steakhouse, bro. To say it was like, and can I sit here and tell you like, like in a, in a matrix kind of way, fucking, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Joe uh, Pantoliana. I know this steak Mm. is juicy Uh, and delicious. Yeah. That's because the way the Matrix has programmed it. Like, just because that steak cost a lot of money doesn't make it good, bro. Yeah. I don't remember... Like, beyond beyond a photo that's on the landing of me, my brother, my mum and my dad, I don't... Fuck off do I remember that steak. (laughs) And it should be... I I should be able to recall the flavour the like the texture but I I don't and it's like I love how Vegas is almost used as a bit of a like visual villain for this movie because like it like basically this whole standard life that Ethan Hawke lives becomes a little bit too much he thinks his life is basically like just a day on repeat and the one thing he's the one thing that sets like he sets apart every day is that he doesn't gamble in vegas he gambles outside of vegas and most people that Mm -hmm. go to vegas enough will tell you use the slot machines in the little airbnbs outside of the strip fremont that kind of area he'll go to this gas station and he'll just he'll just put in a coin bosh the movie ends with him putting in a coin and winning the jackpot and he just doesn't give a shit he is clocked out like he, he, like because he's like he refuses to drone strike a few, like on on a few orders. He's fucked up. His fat like he's fucked up. His wife like that kind of shit. Like it's it's really it's a really sort of hard hitting anti-war movie, especially like sort of anti-modern war movie. Like even though yep. these drones are unmanned, somewhere in Nevada they're being <clears> manned. Someone yep. is being told to. Kill people. They have no idea who they are, under the orders of a superior, because they're deemed a threat to the United States of America. But the United States of America—that's literally there for them to see—is the, the just the glorified shithole that is Vegas. And I just think it's a—it's—it's—it's a, it's, it's, it's a different—it's a different Vegas. Like you see them partying yep. in one—in like not really partying. They're in. A, they're in a bar. I don't even. I think they're in Luxor, or they talk about Luxor, but like they're not enjoying themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, but everyone's enjoying themselves around them. I'm fucking. It's. It's awesome. It's a good movie. Well worth. Well worth a watch. Hundred percent. Nice. 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 Yeah. So it's two down, motherfucker. Oh well, two down <laughs> for me. You see, you got one more to get. Yeah. So I'm gonna. So my next movie is, um, Swingers. I, I, so I'll go, my my next movie is Swingers, like, adjacent brother. Okay. If, I don't know if you remember that, like, that movie. No, I'll let you talk about Swingers I saw, first. Okay. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. The one you saw, with, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yes, sir. And, all right.
2: <laughs> so, um, it does. So Vegas doesn't play like a massive role in like the overall story of the movie. It's it's in like at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a quick it's a quick trip to Vegas. It's two friends, and you know there's it's fucking it's John Favreau, Vince Vaughn. You know they're both actors, and they're struggling, and you know one gets one gets the urge to go to Vegas and the other one's like, oh, i trying to be all pragmatic and shit. It's like, nah, I'm not going to fucking do that. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And cut to, they're on their way to fucking Vegas.
3: Yep. And <laughs> that little, like that smash cut. It's like, I'm not going to Vegas. I don't have any money. I'm not going to Vegas. They're on the I-15. <laughs> okay. We, we got, I've got this much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're counting their money in the car. Like, like how much they're going to gamble. <laughs> like, and and that's the thing, like that that scene
2: has captured a couple of my, my absolute favorite Vegas trips to a fucking T. So it's A, it's completely out of the blue. It's spontaneous as fuck. It's bros going. It's one bro trying to make sure that he's got even he's even got enough money to fucking be in this city. And you know, it's it's an overnight thing. The first time I one of the first times I did this, I was in my I was in my I was in my undergrad. It was um, me, and my roommates. We were all just hanging out, and one of them, one of them was like, "You know how crazy would it be if we just went to Vegas right now?" It's like what? I was like, "Yo, how crazy would it be if we went to Vegas right now?" <laughs> Everyone's like, I- I- "I'm saying, man, I think it would be fucking crazy." <laughs> so. That's pretty much all it took, and the next thing you know, it's it, the five of us are loading into a car, and we're going to Vegas, and we're we're not even in Vegas long, mind you. I think we we're only there for like three three hours, and then we came back. But in those three hours, we we <laughs> walked up and down the strip. Me and, and me and two of the other guys got blitzed out of our fucking skulls we were just drinking as quickly as we could and then we started leaving and i remember being like really nervous because i couldn't rem- i couldn't tell who was driving i was that fucked up and i was like yo the the other drunk guy's not driving is he <laughs> <laughs> and like he he, he he wasn't and i was like oh thank god and i just remember everyone had passed out and i was like you know i'm gonna stay awake because dude i don't want this dude driving alone you know keep him company and shit but the whole drive dude i was just like in and out
3: (laughs) like like me trying to stay awake (laughs) with you (laughs) and if if you've been in the car with me i'm like a cat i will just like i will be like yo bro how you doing start conversation two seconds later out gone snoozing dude (laughs) so that was so
2: that was the first time but the best time is when you and i randomly one night in vegas mgm
3: it was was crazy. i was gonna bring up this story we were in fantasia we were playing pool (laughs) and like i was so depressed because i'd just broken up with my girlfriend and i was like bro like you just want to go to vegas like next week and and like you look at, like you like you stop drinking your drink you look at me as like don't you put that evil on me Ricky Bobby <laughs>
0: like,
2: <laughs> I could see how serious you were and I was like this motherfucker's for real he
3: actually wants to go to Vegas next week <laughs> I I've, I've used this hotel tonight app so many times that I yeah. like almost on a weekly basis I get deals. It's like, Hey, you can, like, because no one's in Vegas right now, you can say the Aria for a hundred dollars. And I was like, man, I'm not about to pay 4,000 for a flight for a hundred dollar hotel. Even though that <laughs> hotel's on the list. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so nice to knock out the MGM though. I like, I remember that. I remember that. Like, um, That was when I got up on the stage and did the worm. (laughs) You did. We went to go see like this nudie show (laughs) and the host is like bringing people up and he sees me. Then I'm there, of course, in my Hawaiian Seahawks top. (laughs) And he's like, you. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. And yet like we had to copy like half, like half of the guys Mm -hmm. had to copy this one guy. Half the other guys. The guys weren't naked, by the way. Um. Although they may have been, I can't remember. And half the guys had to copy this. Other. I had to copy this one guy and he looks at me and just goes, try and try and do your best, man. I was like, What the fuck do you mean by that, brev? And he starts doing <laughs> the well. I was like, Oh, you've done something I can do. I rip my top off and I don't go into it. The crowd
2: was like, Bro, they loved you, dude.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking it's like hire dude. me, bro. Like a big guy that moves, like
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast, code acast. <laughs>
3: Just not but anyone. It's, it's, no like no one no one really loves me, but you love me. It's <laughs> Fake
0: love. But it's <laughs> like
2: it's it's the spontaneity and the excitement of,
3: you know, these trips that I it was it was easy to put, put swingers on the list. Oh, yeah, man. So, um, my like so the movie I was uh, um, sort of toying around with when you mentioned Swingers, I actually had Swingers and this movie combined because I couldn't choose. Oh, cool. But in talking about them, I was like, I can talk about this movie more than uh, a lot more than the other movie. I went with Go. So both Go and Swingers are early movies from Doug Lyman. Uh, so Swingers is a bit more of a like a, a personal movie. Go is a lot more of a crazy. Mm. Crime yeah. comedy, sort of the stories around the characters evolve, but there's a huge, huge Vegas sequence, and I just love the energy this movie has throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. That like, if it didn't include a Vegas sequence, you'd want it to. It's like it's yeah. the why this movie is called Go. It's always like the movie itself is like on speed, even though speed and drugs play sort of a powerful message throughout the movie. Yeah, this Vegas like, and I just feel like this Vegas sequence probably helped shape so many like entourage sitcoms with their own Vegas storylines throughout the '90s and the and the 2000s because of how many Mm -hmm. characters are involved and how it sort of blends this like in a chaotic way, like expectations. Everyone like, if you go to Vegas with multiple multiple people, if you don't know what everyone's expectation is someone's going to get let down and they're going to have a shit time. They're going to get super quiet. They're not going to spend any money. Like they're not going to want to go out and really do anything. I've been to Vegas so many times where that's happened. And it's like, Mm for fuck's sake, man. Like this is, this is why I'm so vocal in that car ride. What does everyone want out of this trip? And for me, it's the same thing. And like someday I'll get it. I I just want to sit on a table for a couple of hours and gamble. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in the early morning or the really late, like really early morning, you c- you can do that. And I like I've I've done it once with like what is now like what is essentially one of my closest friends. Like we were like we were there like sort of I think we started at, like one o'clock and we didn't finish till like five because mm-hmm. we we each put down like a couple of hundred on the blackjack table. And this man this man plays blackjack. Like this was a time yeah. where like. If he went on, like, if he was struggling for money, he goes, "Hang on, I'm just gonna go take tw- I'm just gonna take this last twenty to the roulette table." About five minutes later, this man comes back with about two hundred dollars, bro. I'm like, "Why are we playing blackjack when we can go make money on roulette, man?" And it's like, "He goes, I-, I just like I know how to I know how to skim it like quickly. So, like what I can do yeah. on blackjack is is like I can make two hundred last for about two hours." Yeah. So we just like, we, you know, betting the table minimum. We get blackjack every now and then. And if you don't know, the reason you get blackjack in casinos is because they give you like a dollar, like a dollar and a quarter. That's the mm-hmm. shit you tip the maid with. Now, give people an, an insight. You see someone drinking beer from the maid that comes around to the tables. You slap that person. I don't care if you don't know them, you slap that person. You go, motherfucker, this shit is essentially free. Ask for the whiskey or a cocktail or some shit—shit shit that will usually cost you about twenty quid. <laughs> Make bang for your buck, bro. And I was like, yep. "That's like that's my expectation." And this mm-hmm. is what this movie does. It's the preparation that leads into Vegas. There's like, hot like the opening of this movie is like you don't really get it like until you actually see the Vegas sequence. It's like, oh, that's why those motherfuckers were like getting all that mm-hmm. bitch, trying to score all those drugs. They were going crazy because I had to get to their like they wanted to get to Vegas before like it got too late so they could make the most out of their day. But it's like for me that's half the trip. Yeah. Like I've gone to Vegas with you. I think it was the group on where I, I literally spent half the day with you in preparation. We filled up the car, we got the food, we got supplies. <laughs> but like there's always that mixture of expectations ...that never really goes well... ...especially when someone wants to drink more than gamble... ...someone wants to get laid... ...that they probably end up won't doing... ...this movie is a mm-hmm. great example... ...for me... ...the idea of Vegas... ...is sometimes better than the execution... ...yeah... ...like the That'd energy... Right. The, ...the energy that you get... ...like the build up... ...like that moment before it all happens... ...is... ...is like... ...oh fuck we're actually going to Vegas... And it's like, there's a little part mm-hmm. on the drive. Whereas if like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: halfway down, if you're not with the right people, that drive will get super weird and super awkward, and you'll be like, "Oh shit, yep. <laughs> this weekend might not actually go yep. how I wanted to." <laughs> 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 oh shit. Yeah, two great movies. He- like uh, honestly, hi- both movies are highly recommended. Sebastian. I know you watched Go for the first time when you came around to the UK. I mm-hmm. think you may have seen Swingers before, but we were like, I, I think we watched Go one night, and the next night we watched Swingers. <laughs> yeah, no, I,
2: I've, I've seen I've seen Swingers before, so like I, I definitely the connection that you have with Go, I have with, more with Swingers.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I cause, yeah, because I only saw Go once, but
3: I loved it. I thought it was really great. Both both movies, both movies are like great sort of. I would, like, for me, I would put them in that sort of coming-of-age category. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of... But, like, I put all the movies that, in that category of, let me sit down with the boys, order some food, have a couple of beers. We can pause, half, mm-hmm. like, pause at some moments to be like, yo, that shit reminds me of you, motherfucker. Like... <laughs> which is, you know, John Favreau talking about his ex-girlfriend with the girl he should be getting laid with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there with your up, all defensive. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Stop attacking me. Listen, I want to talk about my third movie, damn it.
2: He's <laughs> trying to get to my next movie, bro.
3: <laughs> What's your next movie,
2: G? <laughs> so this one's kind of a... Uh... It's kind of it feels like an unexpected pick compared to what we've spoken to about thus far but I feel like it works in the way it uses Vegas and it, it's Percy Jackson and the Olympians the Lightning Thief. Is not that being remade? Yeah, it's it's being turned into a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, on, sorry, uh, I don't, like,
3: don't know why I said that. I've had a, I've had I've had two beers, one of them being 8%, so um sorry. <laughs> Shut up, Sebastian's <laughs> talking. Sebastian Pleasure Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Tell me, there's parts of Vegas in this movie? Yes. uh, It's a big part, actually.
2: So the idea of the the movie is, you know, they're searching for these orbs. um, And they essentially, they act as a key to quickly get you out of Hades, which is what they're ultimately trying to get to. And one of those orbs is at this hotel in Vegas called the Lotus Hotel. And if you, as you watch it, you learn that they're essentially under like a siren song to get sucked in and, you know, stay. And once, once um, one of the characters kind of starts to break free, he realizes that they've been doing this forever. Like, there's a dude there playing fucking um, Galaga in an arcade box, looking like he's straight up in there since 70, since like 73, <laughs> 80, you know, late 70s, early 80s. And it's like, that's what this is doing. And I think that's the perfect metaphor for Vegas. It is a place where you can so easily get sucked in. Even if you hit your peak with it, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm tired. I'm, I'm sick of all the walking. I've drinking enough. I've gambled enough. I've eaten enough. I'm fine. There is always something else in this fucking city that will find its way to call out to you. And it will mm. suck you in, and you're like, "God damn!" I it will don't suck you don't off. I wait.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and
2: like it, it's one of the. It's kind of one of the appeals of the city. It's to it's lose this yourself. Place, like I said, you lo- You absolutely lose yourself. Like it. It can literally be whatever you want. If you have, even if you have the right amount of money, it can be the most amazing thing. If you have, if you don't have that much money, it is a great escape from everything and then what I feel like that's what Vegas ultimately is it's like this this hotel where it's it can cuz people keep going have been there going there for years like my grandparents would go all the time i have aunts and uncles who go all the fucking time it is the ultimate escape and it also like the ultimate like risk because of such fucking Enticement, which is like the whole thing. In this, you know, you're being enticed because it wants to suck you completely oh. dry, like it wants to drain your life, <laughs> it and it to wants suck to suck your soul.
3: Sorry, I'll stop with the and, blowjob and... synonyms, <laughs>
2: but you I... just, dude, you're just leading me into them. <laughs> i tr- like, I was I'd like, like that last one, I was actively like, ah, this, I've already started gonna, this sentence. I'm gonna set him <laughs> off. <laughs> Damn
3: it, Ed, you horny toad. <laughs> But yeah, I jobs. think I ultimately, mean, you, can, you like, can cut that part out.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, so yeah, that's why I think that's why Percy Jackson is, is a good one for me. It's mm. the way it's, it uses Vegas as like almost a mythical entrapment for souls is fucking
3: dope. I think if we like, if we're going to start doing these, it, like if we're going to keep doing these listicles, which I want us to keep doing, um, I think we need to start doing like a curveball of the episode. And mm-hmm. even though we mm-hmm. haven't finished the episode, I'm going to give you, Sebastian, the first ever curveball of the episode. You don't actually get anything beyond me sort of saying, You got this shit. So there you go, dude. Curveball of the episode. That was awesome. I like that. Not every Thank Vegas you. movie Thank needs you. to be R rated with titties and. Exactly. Gambling and shit. Like, because Percy Jackson, a lot I mean, don't free, get me wrong. Like, Those... That's a child's Those movie. Those are nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I mean, no, you no, know, t- t- titties and all that stuff, they're very nice, but. Yeah, you don't necessarily need them, because they're t- like t- I said. The first TVs time I went nice, to Vegas, man. they good, <laughs> all shapes and sizes. They good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like like I was saying, like the first time I went to Vegas, I was a kid. I couldn't gamble, I couldn't drink, but there's still. It's like a massive fucking theme park, like it, it's it, mm. all like the crazy mm. hotels that you, you New stayed York, at the
3: uh, Circus Circus, right?
2: Yeah. No. Oh God! Yeah. I Fucking. I hate Circus Circus so much. <laughs> S- swear to God, I cannot walk around that fucking place and touch any of the railing every goddamn time. Just, ah, fuck.
3: <laughs> Menu dribblers. There's <laughs> licking the poles, licking the windows. Nah, that's awesome. Um, uh, Where do I want to go? I want to save this one for last because I think I know okay. what your last one's going to be and this will be a nice little tie in um so I'm going to go with a movie that when I wanted to be an actor I I so I watched this actor in this movie and it made me like I was like yo that guy was that guy was great like it actually made me want to go to the same university he did Take the same course he did. Like, just, I was inspired by this guy. I love, like, I loved his epic. I loved this mm-hmm. movie. I idolized this movie. I thought this movie, like, this movie was in my top 10 for the longest time. There's a few reasons now why it's not. Um, 2008 drama 21. Now, unfortunately, this movie stars Kevin Spacey. Also, unfortunately, the lead in this movie is Jim Sturgis. What cult following this movie did have? eight ten years ago uh, not so much anymore because like all anyone seems to see or read about online now is that it's one of those massive like it's like a poster a poster picture of like whitewashing in hollywood the lead character should have should have been an asian mit student jim sturgis mm is not at all asian he's from manchester <laughs> no he's not from manchester he's from london he's he's, yep. he's english though he's, he's english so one they had to train him to talk with american accent which even then isn't even a boston accent because he's an mit student so it's like what american accent is that besides just like whatever an english actor would do like yep. <laughs> at least tom holland tried to capture mm-hmm. the accent in some in some cases, people may call him out on it, but like I, you know, he does well. Um, He's making effort in this effort. movie. Yep. It, yeah, he puts in the effort. Um, but it's like I just love how this movie is a bunch of MIT students led by a professor to take down Vegas, and I was like, mm-hmm. if I was super duper fucking smart, yeah back in the day, that's what I would do. There's, I think there's like, there, there's certain technology in place now that if you know you're going to win, you'll get kicked out and you'll get told you're not yep. allowed to go back to that casino or any sister casinos because they like, you'll be surprised that when you go to Vegas, there's like, you're either in an MGM Resorts or you're in a Caesars, uh, a Caesars, uh, Caesars Rewards. Like those are the mm-hmm. two big ones. I know there's a few other ones lying around. Like on the Strip, you're either in one of the. You're either in, you're in one or the other. So like, as soon as you fuck up in one, you fuck up in all of them, pretty much. Yeah. Like they all like they communicate between each other. But like back in the day, in the early two thousands, a group of MIT students was like, "Yo, we need to pay for like because MIT is like before university. You go to you go to MIT like MIT you go to MIT." to study before you go to like massive post-grad like in Harvard or Yale or anything like that. Like it's Mm -hmm. like, it's a jump. It's it's like a jumping point. You go to MIT and then go to work afterwards. But most people use MIT, like most students use MIT as like, Oh, I'm here before I go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's like, it's money on money on money on money. And like these students, like most of these students that are working under this professor, they're super smart, but they don't have a lot of money. So this professor's like, I know where you can get money put your brain to good use and go make some money in Vegas and at the same time make me some money but like I love the way this movie for the first half glamorizes like the shopping the spending the parties like the staying up late like the gambling like the getting absolutely hammered like so basically giving up on your like your student life because Mm -hmm. you're, you're preparing yourself for so much more beyond that but then, like, what comes into play is the whole, the jealousy, the greed, the gluttony, like, you consume too much, you want, like, you've, you've, you've had a little bit, so you want more, and then when someone has more than you or something other than you, it's like, I want that. It's like, it really sort of plays into this, like, sort of, almost, like, the like the like I want to call it like a, sort of like a Vegas curse. Like, yeah. this is why I'm, like, you spend like if you've set a like set an amount of time you want to be in Vegas and like don't over plan it but definitely have something to do yep. like every day you're there. Like the what mm-hmm. like if there is a day you're there where there's nothing planned you'll like you'll sort of you'll find you'll find out like sort of I don't really know how to describe it. It's just You'll just, you'll just, you'll just sit there, and you'll just find yourself, and like hours have passed, and you're like, "What have we actually done? Like, wh- like is, is Vegas just like taking up all of my time? Like you can just mm-hmm. find like, you know, like Vegas is in and of itself, a, like a monster. It is, it's infectious, and if you spend yep. too much time there, you'll be like, you'll become a different person, and that's what that's mm-hmm. what happens in twenty one. These students literally yep. become different people." To the point where they have to like sort of actually get the shit kicked out of them to realize <laughs> mm.
2: fucking a yeah i think i think i hadn't yeah i think you were the one who introduced me to that movie like i hadn't seen it before oh shit and i remember getting into it a lot like i really i really enjoyed that movie and mm. I knew it was going to be... I, was, I knew it was going to be on your list.
3: Like, how could <laughs> you, you fucking not be? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jim Sturgis. I think that, like, that guy is, like... He, he is forever and always has been an underrated actor for me. He's just taken yep. the wrong roles. Like, he did mm-hmm. 21, in which the lead should have been an Asian. And then he actually played, like, an Asian in Cloud Atlas. Like, he was CGI'd to look like an Asian through oh makeup God. and, like, in CG. In like, because every act like, Cloud Atlas is like sort of, plays like into like the like the DNA, so every act, mm-hmm. every character, um, if you see the actor playing a different character, like they're like they're related through history, like if like through birthmarks yeah. and shit, so like in that sort of case it makes sense, but it's still a bit jarring to see. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no good. Yeah, and it's like four hours long. It's Cloud Atlas. The book is better than the movie, and I don't say that a lot. Uh, <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> All right, dude. What's your second to last?
2: So, mine is kind of an epic in like mm. in the sense of its runtime. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a Martin Scorsese movie. It is ah, Casino.
3: Yes. Yeah, that runtime will get you. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it
2: is a great fucking movie. It's a great, it's a great, great, great fucking movie. movie. It is just a but it's, it's, it is it's long. Just, <laughs> it's just, Madi, Madi. It's just, it's just a touch too long, my dude. <laughs> but like, what I love about the movie is it captures the spirit of you know original Vegas. You know, it's. It was a fucking. It was a haven for the mob. It was fucking Eden for the mob. Yeah, like they can make a stupid amount of money. It's like very low risk, and like anyone you had to take care of was very easy to take care of because you're in the middle of the fucking desert. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's seeing Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci kind of at odds as opposed to you know friends is was very nice change in dynamic for me yeah but i think the biggest thing from the biggest reason that this movie is so is so good like i said it captures that that essence and that spirit of old vegas you know the mob ways and like even like the vegas you forget existed yeah like you 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 see what vegas is now and you're like oh this is great vacation this it wasn't that before like there was Mm -hmm. a reason it was called sin city motherfuckers were being killed. The mob ran the city, but they did it to such an extent that they made it so fucking successful and they made it grow so much. They phased themselves out, (laughs) which is so crazy. Like the idea you create this, this safe haven, but it becomes more and more than you can control. They, it's the, the haven decides, Hey, get the fuck out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's literally what cryptocurrency is beco- like is becoming. It was this safe mm-hmm. haven for people to make quick money, and is now being on its way to being regulated. Goddamn. Yeah. It's the digital Vegas, so to speak. But now, like I, I've seen, I, I think I've seen casino start to finish once, mm-hmm. and I, I was, I would say I'm do, I would say I'm do rewatch, but like, like, you, like we say that. I thought Avatar 2 was long, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> Martin Score says he literally says Avatar 2 ain't shit, like that's a toilet break. <laughs> All right, last movie time. I think I know what you're choosing, so I'm gonna go with the sister of that movie, and I'm gonna allow you to choose the one that I think you've chosen. I'm gonna go with Oceans 13 you know oceans 13 okay i'm i've gone with oceans 13 i've like if you haven't gone with the other one i'm thinking of we've upset a long standing fan of the podcast <laughs> and there will be repercussions, <laughs> there will be repercussions. <laughs> so i i like i uh, 2007 crime comedy you know the fucking cast um like i definitely quote the other one more But as a Mm -hmm. Vegas movie, I prefer this one. Mm -hmm. I love I love watching casinos getting taken down. Like the first one like the first Oceans movie is more of a heist movie for me. Like this one has a living, breathing Vegas feel to it. Like they're actually building a casino. Like usually in Vegas movies, like they're already in a built casino. In this one, yep. like they're they're building a new one, and it's like I love the idea of that. Like the 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 casino they build is actually a really nice casino. It's just too mm-hmm. bad Al, Al Pacino in the movie is a complete cock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I think for me, the reason I want to really choose this movie is one like is one scene, and it's uh, Danny and Rusty. And you and like it was is this scene when they're walking along the strip that mimics this like the walk they make from the first one. And they're talking about how like you just from that scene you realise, yeah, these motherfuckers aren't gonna make another ocean movie. Just the way they're talking about how like Vegas has changed over the years. Like mm-hmm. as their characters, like they've been in that Vegas their whole life. But like what they're really talking about is like as actors where they've come from to where they are now and how it's all changed. And like, as someone who's been to Vegas so many times throughout the years. Yeah. It's like, not like COVID aside before, like, as I was, as I went to Vegas the last time, I was like, yo, like this is Mm -hmm. like it changed. It it, like, like, yeah, it is a blink and you miss it. Like, Unless, oh, unless sure. you're unless you're there every year, like you spend more than like a year or two going to Vegas, you go back and what you think you remember, get the fuck out.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. Like I, <laughs> like
3: it 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 changed. Like it's like it's like a, I, like for me it's like it's like this m- like mole. Like it's a piece of play doh. It's like it's yep. never finished. Like yep. it's just someone else's turn to make something out of it. And then Mm -hmm. you put it back where you found it so that someone else can make what they need to make out of it. And I think that's where Ocean's 13 is for me. Like, it is a great departure to a great series of movies. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And I'll never leave Vegas. It literally has part of my soul. That's why I keep going back. I'm trying to find it. Yep. (laughs) I just, I like, sometimes I just, shit, I'd lost even more. (laughs)
2: Oh man <laughs> Shit You're gonna let me down I, You know you? I remember No you know I remember <laughs> I um I stayed at the Riviera The last year it was gonna be open Cause I went Shit. back the next year That's a and man, it, That's
3: a big piece of history right there
2: it was, it was gone It was done I was like fuck I was here last year And I was like god damn oh, So To not To not disappoint my last pick has to be Ocean's Eleven. Yeah!
3: (laughs) You didn't let me down! (laughs) There you go, Ryan! (laughs) I know you've listened to this whole episode waiting for these two movies, and we gave it to you last. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's fucking crazy, though?
2: I wasn't 100% sure if you were going to pick... I knew you were going to pick between one... I Honestly, I swear to God, dude, I knew you were going to pick between one of these two. So I I had a plan for each. And everything you said, legit, everything you said about 13 is exactly why I was going to pick 13. The evolution, it captures the evolution of the overall fucking city. That was my whole thing. And I was like, this motherfucker needs to get the <laughs> out of my trucker, head. Mother trucker,
3: dude. That hurt like a
2: butt cheek on a stick. <laughs> but as much as I love 13... Eleven does it for me because it, at the end of the day, for me, represents what Vegas is: opportunity. Mm. The whole the whole movie is just getting everyone together. He's selling them on the opportunity that they can get as rich as possible in Vegas in a couple of seconds, in a couple minutes, in and out, that kind of thing. And that's what Vegas is—it's opportunity. Mm-hmm. I keep, I keep, I keep hammering this, this home that Vegas can be whatever the hell you want, because when you're there, if you want it bad enough, you can be fucking anyone.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: You can do fucking anything, and this movie captures that shit to such a tee that if I don't watch it before I go to Vegas, the night before a trip to Vegas. Trips fucked. Trips
3: fucked. <laughs> chalked. It's
2: chalked. Dude, Sunday. swear to God. Swear to, s- swear to God. The one time I didn't watch this movie, I went to Vegas. I got to my hotel room. A bottle of, va- a bottle of tequila blew up in my fucking suitcase. Everything was soaked. I'm walking around Vegas smelling like a goddamn cantina. am not even there a day. People looking at me like I've been on a three-week bender, dude. <laughs> so yeah, every time this is the movie, this movie captures all of that for me. This movie is Vegas
3: for me. Damn. I love that opportunity. You can uh So let's this that's literally what Vegas is. It's the la- it, that's literally what Vegas is. The land of opportunity. Like it's it's a great place to end end this episode, really. Um, I just there's no place like Vegas, Dubai can try, Florida can oh, try, yeah. mm-hmm. like a- anywhere on Earth can try, but like you just you cannot capture that just the consistent lighting lightning in a bottle that Vegas has. Yep. Like Vegas mm-hmm. made a deal with the devil, and like that, that you know, it's still paying dividends. Sin City, Sin City, bro. Sin City, And just remember, if you are driving to Vegas anytime soon, as soon as you see that horizon, you gotta play one song and one song only. What is it, Sebastian? Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> and there's this week's copyright. <laughs> 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 all right everybody we want to know about your vegas trips your vegas memories let us know uh don't forget to hit that like button share that subscribe button like it's like there's no tomorrow and just you know tell your friends tell your friends that you know if you want to free some balls listen to free balling we're a good time it's, have a good time the with best us time. damn right
0: See ya. Come join us on this trip. Now we're like throwing out the scripts. Come on, man.
3: Come join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weakness calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball.